Hi there and welcome to the Natural Resources Wales podcast mini-series on flood risk management. My name's Kerry and Gingell and I work here at Natural Resources Wales. In this series you'll hear from the different teams who work together to reduce the risk of flooding to communities in Wales. This will give you a really good overview of what flood risk is, what we're doing to manage it in Wales and what impact the climate emergency is having on flood risk in Wales both now and in the future. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Natural Resources Wales Flood Risk Management mini-series. Today I'm joined by Tim Owen who heads up our North Wales Hydrometry and Telemetry team. Welcome Tim, thanks so much for joining us. So to start off, I think it would be really good to hear a little bit about your background. So have you studied anything in particular with this role in mind or uh, if not, then how did you end up in flood risk management here in Natural Resources Wales? Okay, yes. And directly studying for this uh, subject, no. Uh, I started a long, long time ago working for Welsh Water Authority back in 1982, very much a long time ago, um, and have worked through the various predecessor bodies um, up to now. So mainly the National Rivers Authority uh, for seven-year period, the Environment Agency before we became Environment Agency Wales, and obviously the Natural Resources uh, Wales since 2013. So uh, predominantly um, from a water resources background, uh, working uh, initially with hydrometry, um, then moving across to uh, work in various roles within the water resources side of the business as was. Um, Main part of that was doing some water resource license inspection work so at that point, I became very familiar with the area of North Wales, visiting various places, sites, organisations and farms, um, uh, before moving on to a licensing role, uh, mainly uh, issuing abstraction licences on behalf of the organisation for the North Wales area. Uh, my team leader sort of role started um, when a newly created regulatory water resources team was created. Um, and that looked after mainly the licensing side, um, some of the catchment abstraction management strategies that were in place um, before being part of uh, what was within the environment age at the time, um, a moving around of team leaders, shall we say. Okay. Um, so that was predominantly done um, with the blessing of the then, then area manager, uh, who was quite keen to allow people various experiences of team leading various teams, really. So I was kind of um, involved in that and uh, managed two environmental management teams, the Gwynedd team and the Conway and Anglesey team, and did a bit with the uh, North Area environmental planning team uh, before returning to hydrometry to lead the team from which I've been in since 2010 to date. So I suppose then that gave you quite a good um, rounded background, I guess. And, and it sort of seems as if you worked your way up from the bottom, really, up to where you are today. So, um, you know, goes to show that um, doesn't always have to be a formal kind of educational route. There's lots of, of um, different career paths to come into a role like this, isn't there? There is definitely, yes. Yeah. Um, so I suppose then the next logical thing to ask you would be, what does your team do? So can you tell us a little bit about what actually is hydrometry and telemetry? 
Well, hydrometry and telemetry have sort of been pulled together um, for, for many years now. Um, they predominantly were sort of apart, um, you know, in, 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 in previous uh, reorganisations and in bodies that were passed. Uh, but hydrometry is, in theory, the, the measurement of the water cycle, the hydrological cycle. Um, so that's that's the general sort of basic way that would describe hydrometry. Um, and for telemetry, it's basically using the systems to bring back the information from sites which we capture information and data from, and bringing it back to a uh, to a server so that it can be utilised internally um, within the organisation. Yeah, so it, so I guess then if we if we're putting it sort of in layman's terms, the hydrometry part of it is basically tracking the rain that comes from the sky and following the cycle of it, I suppose. And then uh, correct, yes. the telemetry side of it is kind of the data that's created from, um, I guess, various kind of machinery and implements and things that we've got that measure the, that that sort of um, water cycle. Then that's correct. Yes. And, and as I said, it's 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 advanced over the years, and I say the telemetry aspect has become a lot more um, critical and a lot more prominent in yeah. the way the organisations have evolved. So, like I said, the, the the historical sort of hydrometric data collection, it was all a bit sort of you know you had sort of site charts, and then they had to be changed, and it's just the advanced technology that's given us what we've got to date, really. Yeah. Um, but that's the sort of basics. It's, as you said, it's to measure the sort of, you know, the rainfall and the river levels and the groundwater levels, which is the three main components of our, of our work generally. Yeah. And so then how do we turn those into uh, something that gets used in flood risk management? Well, in flood risk management, obviously, one of the things that we have to do is um, we have to um, make sure that, you know, all of the information um, that we collect is for a specific purpose. The purpose is mainly of, of data capture is so that other people in other teams can uh, look at that data, um, utilise that data, manage it and, and, and use it in preparation of, you know, assisting with existing assets, the forecasting of rainfall events, mm. the impacts of, of all of that, really. So it, it, it's, a, it's a mix of different things, really, that that would, would you know, pertain to, really. Um, and what, what um, the sort of the telemetry sites then, what uh, what do they look like? What are they? Well, basically, we've got a network in Wales, um, which obviously covers rain, rainfall, river level and flow and groundwater sites. Mm. Um in in total, the the telemetry aspect is is something that you don't directly see um, because it's captured by um, by a satellite, a sim sim kind of GSM um, technology, or the, the BT lines of things as 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 they are, and that brings the data back onto a server. There are two servers that we have, both in South Wales, uh, which basically. Um, manage that telemetry side of things. So, in terms of the, the the information and the data, the data is also captured on logging equipment as well. And what's what's happened over the last over the last well many years really, but it's it's more prominent now, is that we try and ensure that we've got one more more than one set of 
equipment, if you like, that we use to capture data. So we, 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 we kind of dual sensor the sites so that the information that we collect um, has a kind of backup, really. And mm. it's become more important, obviously, over the last several years yeah. with, with the changing climate that we're in um, for, for that to be the case. So the telemetry side is, 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 is what it does, and it gives live information to those that use it. So, again, um, very much so on, on the flood warning side of things, the warning informing teams, any standby duty officer that needs to monitor any river level yeah. has to utilise this system. So it is pivotal in our kind of role as a service for hydrometry and telemetry across Wales. And you've got um, what I think is probably called the, the hydrometric network. Um, can you just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, the, the, the network, as, as we call it, is, is the number of sites that it's made up across Wales. We, we, we operate two area uh, hydrometry and telemetry teams, north and south, and we have a national team who manage the telemetry system and the quality assurance of the data that we capture. Um, so in terms of Wales itself, um, as a total, we've got 253 rain gauges, uh, 347 level or flow sites, and 139 groundwater sites. Um, so the data from these sites is, is collected by our systems, and then we process and archive it for internal um, natural resource Wales use. It does feed into various other systems as well, um, and can be reused for many different purposes. So obviously, you know, it is it plays an important part in in providing information internally, but also externally. Uh, as we have a river levels rainfall and seas online service yeah. nowadays where members of the public can obviously access our webpage and um, verify and check what they need to look at really from across Wales. So that's obviously, you know, being put out there, which provides a lot more information now than we've ever been able to. And, and that's as good as the information that's updated from our systems really. So yeah. Um, it can be, you know, during a flood event in particular, um, the information is updated more frequently. Yeah. Um, so, so that gives more accurate information for the people that need to look at it and, and, and observe it. Yes, which makes sense. Um, and I think we will um, put a link to some of those things that you've mentioned, like the, the river levels online and the uh, rainfall and seas online. We'll put the link to that in the um, show notes for this episode as well, so that people can kind of go and have a little look at those. But it sounds like there's um, quite a lot of complicated technology at play. So how does that help us to manage flood risk in Wales? I know we've touched a little bit there on some of the teams that um, use the systems or the information that comes out of it. Um, but how does that sort of feed into managing flood risk? Well, it, it, as, as flood risk management uh, as a whole, um, you know, we, we have different teams that uh, do different things. Um, we've got our mapping and modelling teams who've, um, you know, I think they've already been sort of mentioned in, in, in previous uh, episodes of, of, of these podcasts. Um, they, they, they use the data to create or update flood risk maps. Um, flood forecasting team is another team that's come a lot more into prominence over the last sort of 10 years, um, as in, as, and is evolving. Mm. Um, and, and they prepare and plan and run models to predict where flooding may occur. Um, they use very much so during ongoing events 
to provide useful ongoing information and updates which allow teams like the warning informing teams and the duty officers who are on standby rotors across Wales, flood warning duty officers in particular, uh, to, to be able to make assessments and monitor the rivers and rainfall. And it's then information that's used in conjunction with our telemetry system to issue flood alerts, flood warnings to the members of the public um, who live in these flood risk areas, um, helping them to understand and prepare for any potential flooding or impact that may have uh, in their area or their properties. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot there. The data obviously, you know, helps us produce other things as well, where as soon as we've had a big event um, or an event of significance, really, uh, there's usually a kind of debriefing process uh, where we have to capture and understand how much rainfall has fallen um, and the severity of each so we can understand how floods have happened and how they've developed and how we can continue then to protect those communities uh, furthermore into the future. So it's sort of uh, using it as a bit of a learning tool as well then, I suppose. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely used for that purpose. And and without this information, then obviously, you know, um, it's pivotal in, in informing, you know, the, the, the going forward of things really. Um, yeah. And, and obviously, you know, getting the up-to-date information, the rainfall, the accuracy of the forecasts are assessed as well. Yeah. Um, and, and obviously there is a lot more information and data to be able to have to convey and to deal with in order for that to, you know, be put into place um, and for the public to be able to understand what NRW is needing to issue. Um, water resources is, is another element of, of our work as well. Um, and obviously, um, it's at the opposite end to, to flooding, but it can also, you know, be quite important during periods of, of drought, which is the other end of the spectrum, really. Yeah. Um, to ensure that there's enough water in our rivers and streams to support, you know, fisheries and, and wildlife and, and other ecology. So last year, for example, was, was, a, was a classic example where we went from a pretty wet winter where there was a lot of flooding to pretty dry summer where we were kind of in, in sort of potential droughts. So the extremes are very much part of what we're about as well. Yeah. yeah, and so you kind of, you, you don't really have a quiet time. It's busy in the winter because of heavy rainfall. It's potentially busy in the summer too because of drought. So you kind of span all of it really. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's a lot to keep you on your toes. You've mentioned True. there that um, that you use the, the data to that you collect to measure rainfall and river levels. And obviously that's as a way of tracking how flooding events develop over time. And I would think that that's, you know, even more important now with the sort of climate change predictions. So is climate change already impacting on your work? Or if not, then do you see it having an impact as time goes on? Yes, most definitely. Um, climate change is having a noticeable impact on, on our on our work. You know, we're, we're having more, you know, extreme rainfall events. Mm. We're having river levels that, you know, reach the highest levels. And over the last few years, you know, that, that's been apparent, you know, across the country, really, both in North and, and South Wales and in the mid. Yeah. Um, so obviously with the, you know, onset of climate change, it looks as though that, you know, might be coming more of a kind of normal situation, really, than what we've been used to. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's definitely changing. 
and um, which 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 you know happens across 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 Wales really, and and that's what we're seeing, you know. Yeah, absolutely, and across the globe too. Um, but I guess that's why it's so important that you have this data and that you can track these things to be able to use it as evidence, I suppose, to make the necessary improvements um, to you know the various systems as well that your data feeds into. So it's a bit of a continuous process there. Um, you know, you don't just make the improvement once and that's it. It's more of a sort of cycle of monitoring, analysing and improving. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So what do you think the answer is then? How do you manage the impacts of climate change on your work? Well, I think it's already and it's inevitably going to mean a higher demand on, on, on our team um, and on our staff time. Um, you know, we need to ensure that we have the best and most appropriate equipment and kit to allow us to continue to measure and analyse the hydrological data that we collect. Mm. And of course, we need to look forward and plan ahead. Yeah. Um, there's a, currently there is a view going on across Wales of our hydrometric sites, and this has been done so that we can identify um, the sites that are most critical to our flood warning and forecasting services, um, but are also vulnerable to damage or failure. You know, during extreme weather. Mm. Um, and we've had examples of that happening, you know, where, where storm events and, and big events can, can, you know, wipe out sites really that are so important to us. So yeah. that's something that uh, we have experienced. Um, but obviously with more extreme weather, um, it comes with it more extreme impacts, you know, and flooding and our equipment needs to be, you know, robust enough and to be maintained and checked regularly. Yeah, because it needs to be able to work when it's needed, yeah. It, it does, yes. Uh, you know, there are times, obviously, when, you know, where, where, where we have to sort of ensure that, as I said earlier, um, you know, we've got more than one way of measuring at a site. Mm. I think that gives us a bit more comfort, if you like, that we're not sort of pinning all our sort of hopes on one instrument. If that yeah. fails, then, you know, we, we don't really have anywhere to go, really. Uh, but obviously the changes that we've seen over the recent years mean that you know our network uh, needs to be you know managed and maintained and be up for the job that it needs to do really yeah absolutely um, so so upgrading our network and making sure that equipment is fit for purpose um because uh, you know we, we we definitely are pivotal in every aspect of how flood risk is is managed in the going forward mm. uh, with our systems um the thing that we've Obviously, you know, um, looking at from a climate change perspective as well is we're looking uh, and are working with other organisations, universities across the UK to develop a flood hydrology roadmap and, and programme. And the idea behind this is that it sets out a vision for flood hydrology for the UK for the next 25 years. And this roadmap considers m multiple sources of inland flooding, uh, like fluvial, which is flooding from rivers um, and uh, other sources of, of, of rainfall and surface water um, effects um, from from sewers and groundwater and reservoirs. So the intention with this roadmap is that will help us to ensure that across Wales and the whole of UK in theory that we have methods, standards, tools and data service that are fit for the future to be able to deal with changing climate and extreme river flows which, as I said earlier, already been recorded and likely and set to continue. Yeah, there's an awful lot to think about, isn't there? And I suppose it's almost another layer to you, to your work. You've got sort of your day-to-day -day job, but you've also got to have this longer-term 
more strategic approach, I guess, that ensures that climate change is being factored into all that you do. And I guess um, all of that no doubt keeps your teams very busy. Um, So before we finish up this episode um, and I let you get back to that busy work, um, I'm really interested to know what it is that keeps you in this role. So what is it that keeps you interested in the work and what do you find most rewarding about it? Okay, first and foremost, I think... um you know, I very much enjoy being part of the hydrometry and telemetry um, area of work uh, and as it plays such a pivotal role, you know, for the organisation. Um, I enjoy very much working with the people around me and in the team and leading a team of people who share the same beliefs and passion about passions about what we do, really. Um, obviously, we work in changing times and adapting and modifying how we work is an ongoing process, which in itself keeps you interested. Yeah. Um, because things are changing continuously. Um, but again, you know, the biggest thing probably for me is the area that we live in and work in, and where we cover. You know, um, you know, we we've got this, you know, fantastic country, fantastic, you know, environment, and I consider myself, you know, fortunate that I'm able to work in such an area yeah uh, for the organization yeah yeah it's uh, certainly a nice part of the world isn't it and you know if you are able to be sort of out and about and and recognize as well that you're kind of doing your bit and playing a part in making it sort of stay beautiful and 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 sort of well managed and keeping people safe and helping communities and stuff that's got to be lovely really rewarding i'd have thought definitely yeah Well, thank you, Tim, for giving up your time to talk to me today. It's been really interesting to hear all about the work that you do and how it's sort of feeding into that bigger picture of managing the risk of flooding in Wales. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you have any comments or questions, you can contact us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram or by the email address that you can find in the show notes. You'll also find links to our flood risk management pages where you can view some of the things we've talked about here today. Thanks for listening.